It's the Hive Sports Podcast, bringing you all the buzz on sports in the Beehive State. Visit us at thehivesports.com. Against Gobert, puts his shoulder down, rolls inside, try to slam it home, and Rudy said, not tonight! John Beck is on the run, he throws behind him, it is, cut for the touchdown! Merrill for the lead, he's got it! Hello and welcome back to RSL Sundays here at the Hive Sports Podcasting Network. This week we're going to cover some Monarchs news, we're going to cover some club news, and we are going to go over the Houston match. Uh, first off, I want to start with a new segment I'm going to call the Monarchs Minute, where I try to get you through the Real Monarchs news as quickly as possible. Because of some uh, scheduling conflicts, seeing as we drop on Sundays and RSL and the Monarchs both played Saturday, we're going to cover last week's Monarchs match against the Las Vegas Lights, who have, I think, one of the best crests in American soccer. Monarchs won 3-2 over the Las Vegas Lights. Goals coming from Charlie Weehan, Max Mata, and Milan Olofsky. And if you're keeping track at home, all of those scorers are under the age of 23 years old. This is the pipeline that we want to create with the Monarchs where we can bring in young guys, play them, get them professional minutes, move them on to another uh, team in USL like we see see from Julian Vasquez who played for the Academy, who's now playing for the Las Vegas Lights and almost scored a goal against us. And we see from guys like David Ochoa, who had experience from the Monarchs, won a USL championship, and then got brought up to the first team. Speaking of goalkeepers for the Monarchs, Jeffrey Dusnip had another good game, and he's only 17 years old. And his backup in this game, Gavin Beavers, is 16. And for those math nerds at home, that is a combined age between Jeff, Jeff, Gavin, and Ochoa of 53 years old. And just for a little bit of context, Nick Romando is 42 years old. Not to shame him at all for his age, but it is a little bit of context for how good and how deep we are at goalkeeper. Uh, Jason Ramirez, the designated player for Real Salt Lake, who's been spending time down with the Monarchs, had a really good game and earned Man of the Match honors from the club website. He created two of the goal chances and then uh, drew the penalty that got the game winner in the 95th minute. So hopefully, maybe, possibly, we could see him in an RSL shirt at some point. It's still kind of hard to understand how we signed a guy for that much money and for that much prestige and we only got you know a couple monarchs opportunities out of it so we're going to see how he develops uh other than that in general club news justin glad made team of the week for his performance uh, against the la or sorry against the colorado rapids so congrats to justin there and david ochoa on espn 700 mentioned that he's uh, still deciding between playing for the u.s national team and the mexican national team uh obviously just Whatever he feels is best for him is what I would and I hope other fans would like to see him pursue. I know we often want to see him in a see all RSL players in USA shirts, and it kind of hurts sometimes when guys like Dougie Martinez knock us out of Olympic qualifiers, but that's okay, and we support all of our players in whatever they choose. Uh, so now I will throw it over to Ethan, and he will uh, get us caught up on the Houston match. Thank you, Alex. Awesome insight to the Real Salt Lake Academy. Uh, now we're going to going to kind of shift gears and uh, look at the game and kind of talk about a recap here from uh, from Saturday night's game, the game between uh, Real Salt Lake and Houston Dynamo. Uh, it was a very intense game, very back and forth. Um, ultimately, it ended with a, uh, a result of 0-0. We ended up taking a point on the road with Houston. Um, honestly, it was a, a, a very close game. Um, there were chances on both ends. I thought this game could have had some goals in it. Um, we saw that Michael Chang and Albert Rusnak fired shots off the post, which was very unlucky. 
Um, Houston players also had chances, also firing one off the post. Um, but I think that Real Salt Lake escaped this one pretty luckily. Uh, we'll take the point on the road. Um, let's just go ahead and look at, at the players in this game and how each of them kind of performed, um, analyze how they played, and uh, look forward to the future as well. Um, so Zach McMath ended up starting this game, and in the post-game presser, uh, I was able to kind of catch some thoughts um, from Zach McMath um, so it, it came out Wednesday um, that he knew he was going to start. This wasn't a last minute thing. He had, uh, he had known that he was going to get the nod to uh, start this game in place of David Ochoa, who was out with a hamstring injury, um, most likely just playing it for precaution as a precaution. But um, I think that McMath played a very good game. He hasn't performed favorably in the past. And so to see a performance like this from him was very, very encouraging. Um, he did talk about uh, the team staying in uh, their own mentality during the uh, the humidity and the field conditions. He talked about how that was uh, that, that kind of played a, a factor in uh, the ability to uh, continue with a lot of stamina in this game. And uh, he mentioned that it was tough for the defenders as well to deal with the conditions um, and the pace from uh, Houston. Um, Ashton Morgan, uh, speaking with him. Uh, he kind of let us know that he feels very good to be uh, to be starting for Real Salt Lake right now. Uh, he's let us know that he has put in the work, and he feels like it's a massive reward to be playing on the field. Uh, he felt very confident throughout the game, um, even with the tough conditions and the humidity. Um, kind of just getting his uh, his feet uh, wet and and uh, and running in this one was something that he was looking forward to doing. He did a very good job of it. I also uh, I'm sure many of you had seen on uh, the live page on the high sports Twitter page. I had gone live and talked about Ashton Morgan and his thoughts on uh, Corey Baird. Uh, I had asked the question in the postgame presser about Corey Baird and uh, let him know, say it. Hey, uh, we noticed that when Corey Baird entered into the game as a substitute, uh, Houston immediately had a lot of chances, created a lot of space. Um, and uh, obviously Baird was using his pace quite a bit. And that game had some, some chances on and off goal. Um, how are you guys able to adjust to it? And Ashton Morgan's response was that he himself has played with Corey Baird as well as a lot of the other guys on Real Salt Lake obviously have played with Corey Baird as Baird was a former player. Um, so they know his tendencies. They know uh, what he's about. They know that he's a very fast player. And so in order to combat that, they were really focusing on the positioning and taking away um, the different things that Baird can do in open space, getting him trapped, getting him stuck. And uh, it really paid dividends. Um, even though Baird did have a couple chances, wasn't able to finish. We kept him off balance, kept pressure on him, and he wasn't able to get a goal. And so it was a good result for the defense and Ashton Morgan. Uh, back to Zach McMath. Um, like I said, this is one of the better games that I have seen from him. Um, Freddie Juarez in the postgame presser talked about Zach McMath and the work that he has put in throughout the week and says that Zach does not take a day off of practice. He's always out there working very hard. It was an easy decision for us to get him starting in this game in place of Ochoa, and we trust him. Um, so hearing something like that from Freddy Juarez really gives me um, hope for the future, um, not only just with Ochoa, but that McMath can actually uh, be a, a suitable backup on the days that he does get a, a starting spot. Um, looking at some other players on the defense as well, uh, Justin Glad played a very good game, very solid and strong defensively all game, uh, had a lot of clearances, um, really protected the goal, unfortunately ended up with a second yellow card in the 87th minute and uh, was sent off and uh, let Real just play the rest of the game down down a man. Um, so it was unfortunate that that happened. Uh, but his, his teammate Marcelo Silva 
played just about as good as Glad. Um, lucky for him, he didn't get sent off, but staying on the field played very, very well in this one as well. Um, Aaron Herrera, one of my favorite, uh, my, my favorite defenders, I guess, wingbacks, you could say. Um, he gets forward really, really well um, on and off the ball. And I really thought that he should have been considered for a, uh, a defensive position for the U.S. men's national team going into the Gold Cup or um, any other competitions going forward as well. Um, hasn't received a ton of consideration, which I think is very unfortunate. Uh, he's a young guy. He's got a great chance to develop. And I think he's going to do that in the future. Um, I, I did see him cross the ball into the box a couple of times in this game, but not as much as we have been seeing from him. Um, kind of an off game for everybody on the team, but Herrera played really well moving forward down the field. That was something that I love to see out of him. Um, obviously, we talked about Ashton Morgan and how he held his own over on the side. This was his third start for Real Salt Lake this season, and he held it down pretty well, um, obviously helping Zach McMath get the clean sheet. Uh, Michael Chang has really come on as of late. Uh, Michael Chang's been pretty quiet, but um, in the last couple of games, he's had really good energy out in the field. In this game, he had fantastic energy, um, played really well on the counter, and we talked about that shot that he had that almost went in, a very good curling shot. Uh, Michael Chang's really good at cutting back on the inside and getting those shots. Um, and I would look for Real Salt Lake to continue to start Michael Chang in the future as long as he's playing this way. Um, Damir Krylock actually was pretty invisible in this game. I, I usually really like Krylock, but um, he did draw some fouls, not much else. I really like Krylock playing a little bit higher up. Tonight he played more of a defensive midfield or midfield position in the center. Um, I like Krylock maybe playing at a central attacking midfield position, which allows him to get into the box. That's where he's been most effective this season is getting in the box and getting headers. Um, a lot of his, his headed shots have gone in, have been on target this season. I think that's something that Real Salt Lake should look to implement going forward. Um, Nick Beasler at the same defensive midfield position, pretty invisible as well. Uh, we saw Everton Luis come in a little bit late in this game to finish it out after the Justin Glad red card. And um, and Everton Luis played really well. He's a really fast guy with a lot of pace. Um, I'll talk about him a little bit later in our LA Galaxy preview, but I really want him to start. Um, he started a couple of games this season. I think he's been fantastic. I think he deserves more starts going forward. Um, Justin Merriman this game, um, I'm normally not a huge Justin Merriman fan just because uh, I think he is a little bit slower. Um, he's a little bit past it, a little bit washed up, but I think he played pretty well in this game, showed more pace in this one than I've seen in a while, uh, played very well on the ball, um, good skill checks as well, um, played pretty well getting a couple balls into the box. So a good game for Merriman, but um, otherwise I'm looking for other options going forward um, to start over him. Albert Rusnak, for me, was uh, probably the best player of the game, obviously behind McMath keeping the clean sheet. Uh, but Rusnak created a ton of chances on goal, both by himself and crossing the ball into the box and finding teammates. Uh, just very, very active from him in this game. Obviously also had that shot that went off the post, almost went in. Um, Albert Rusnak was my favorite player um, in this game. I, I really like him playing at a uh, more of like a left midfield position. In this game, he played more of a, an attacking midfield central position. Uh, but I think going forward for Real Salt Lake, he can replace Justin Merriman on the left side um, and then maybe Michael Chang on the other side. I think that's when Real Salt Lake has been most effective this season. And uh, Rusnak taking set pieces has also been a thing of beauty this year, delivering awesome balls into the box. Um, he's done really well with that this season. So he's really come on as of late and I think resurrected his season with Real Salt Lake. Um, Bobby Wood got the start at the striker position over Rubio Rubin. 
Uh, it was a little bit of a frustrating game for him in his third start with Real Salt Lake, but he did show flashes of what he can be, and he had some good runs going forward. Got subbed off early for Rubin. Um, showed his frustration, obviously not being able to get a goal. Um, tough go up top, and the conditions obviously didn't help as well. And uh, Rubin, when he came in, had a couple of opportunities, but um, looked a little sluggish in this game. Again, probably due to some of the field conditions. My overall thoughts to this game was that Real Salt Lake kind of started out very cautiously. Um, Off-ball movement wasn't very good. We were slow. We were stagnant. And uh, as a result, uh, led to a very uh, boring and low pace first half. Um, In the second half, I thought Houston had a lot more chances and really should have won this game. Um, So I think Real Salt Lake got very lucky to take the draw and take the point on the road. Um, And also in the postgame for press conference freddy juarez also let us know that the defenders were using um very good positioning to uh, like i mentioned shield off baird that pace that we had talked about as well um freddy juarez also didn't talk to the team this week about the humidity and the conditions he just wanted them to come in play their game and go with their game plan they did just that uh, at least defensively offensively obviously a little disappointing but there is room for improvement um he did say that they are looking forward and speaking of looking forward Uh, Let's go ahead and jump into the game preview for the LA Galaxy. So the game is going to be on Wednesday night. We obviously know that Justin Glad will not be available for that game due to the suspension. And so we did play the LA Galaxy pretty recently as well. That game was a a bit of a frustrating 2-2 draw. And uh, at that game, I really expect us to, uh, to start with the same lineup, or roughly the same lineup that we did in that game, obviously, minus Justin Glad. I think uh, Rubio Rubin has a good chance to get a start there. Um, Bobby Wood may be the one starting. Either one's fine with me, uh, but I think that I, I really want to get Bobby Wood going, and so I would give him the start in this game, probably give him some confidence if he's able to get a goal, and I think it'd be fantastic for him going forward. Uh, the lineup that we went with last time um, included Demir Krylock, like I had mentioned, at that attacking midfield position where uh, we really like to play and where I think he's most effective. And then also, as I had mentioned before, Rusnak at that left midfield position, Michael Chang at the right midfield position, both pushing forward. I think really equalized and balanced this team out very well. Everton Luiz and Pablo Ruiz starting at the defensive midfield positions for Real Salt Lake. And I thought it was uh, pretty effective. Obviously, there were a couple of good plays. Ryan Revelison and Victor Vasquez were the goal scorers in that game for uh, for the Galaxy. And Vasquez's goal was really, really uh, well done. Well positioned, uh, really good shot. Nothing that uh, David Ochoa could have done about it in that game. Um, but I think the Everton Luis and Pablo Ruiz are going to, uh, with their pace and their positioning, be able to get in front of Victor Vasquez, who actually started at striker this last game for the LA Galaxy in the game that they had beat the Portland Timbers. So if Vasquez is starting up top, I expect Everton Luis and Pablo Ruiz to get the start again and to lock him down up top. That is going to be their primary job. Um, also, Aaron Herrera, expect him to continue to start right back. He's been doing fantastic. Donnie Toya actually started this game at left back instead of Ashton Morgan. Um, Ashton Morgan played an okay game, but I didn't see him getting forward too much. Donnie Toya has a tendency to get a, a forward a bit more in the attack, something you really like out of your left back. Um, honestly, I expect Toya to, uh, to get the start in this one here, uh, possibly get subbed out at some point for Ashton Morgan as well. Um, for the defenders, this is going to be the talking point of the week. Uh, Marcelo Silva, probably going to get the start. Um, they're down with injuries. Tony Dakovich, the backup uh, defender who uh, was brought in this summer, 
is going to be likely unavailable to play in this game due to injury. Uh, he will be starting. Uh, we did see Eric Holt come in and play center back near the end of this last game here today against the Dynamo. I think that it's a there's a very good chance that he's going to get the start this next game, or we could even see Nick Beasler get the start alongside Marcelo Silva. Beasler has played center back in the past, and at the end of the game against the Houston Dynamo, did slide back into a center back position to hold out the clean sheet and the draw. So I, I do think that we either see Beasler or Eric Holt. Me personally, I actually prefer Eric Holt in that position. I think Beasler plays a little bit better in more of a defensive midfield position. And I think that Holt um, has a little bit better positioning. He's a bigger body, um, able to get in the box. He, he has a decent history of scoring as well from the center back position. So I actually prefer him over Nick Beasler um, for this next game against the Galaxy. Uh, Ochoa, we have yet to hear an update on his health, so we'll pay attention to that. Um, pending a, a uh, David Ochoa injury or, or uh, aggra- re-aggravation throughout this week, we will assume that he is starting. But if not, Zach McMath will likely draw the start again. And I think that Real can have a fantastic chance to really come out in this game and show the LA Galaxy what uh, what kind of team we are in this game. I think we got a great chance to score, great chance to win. Obviously, a disappointing 2-2 draw last time. But I think that if Everton Luis and Pablo Ruiz hold down that, that central midfield area against Victor Vasquez, we come away with a good result and a win. I'm looking forward to the game after that. We are, are going to have a game against the Portland Timbers on Saturday night. So we've got two games through this next week. Um, that should be a pretty good game as well. Justin Glad will be back for that one. Will probably be starting as well. Um, Portland, as of late, have not played super well. They've been in not so great form. Uh, lost, outright lost four of their last six games. So uh, I expect Real Salt Lake to uh, come out with a de- determination early to be able to score, get the win on the road in that one as well. Uh, that one's a little farther down the road, so we don't have a real good idea yet on the lineups. But um, I think that we should continue with the same lineup that we played against uh, the LA Galaxy. If we play that similar kind of lineup this week against the Galaxy, I kind of expect those same guys to get the start in the game against the Timbers as well. All right, finally, moving to the last segment of the podcast today is a small segment I like to call Out at the Olympics. And it's going to be a real fast one, folks. Uh, we're looking at Honduras, the Honduras national team. Uh, Douglas Martinez for Real Salt Lake has been on international duty playing at the Olympics for Honduras. Uh, unfortunately, it has not gone as planned. Uh, Honduras played okay in the first game, but lost 1-0 to Romania. They actually did beat New Zealand 3-2 in the second game, and it gave them a glimmer of hope. But that hope was absolutely crushed once they went against South Korea and lost 6-0. to So they are now out of the Olympics without contention to be able to win a medal. So commiserations for Douglas Martinez and the Honduras national team, who did also knock us out of Olympic qualifying. So we expect to get Douglas Martinez back into the team uh, rotation, hopefully getting him subbed in, get him some playing time up top at striker, and uh, see what he can do. That will be it for the podcast this week. Thank you all for tuning in and listening. Stay tuned for our post-game thoughts after every Real Salt Lake game and also for next week's podcast on Sunday night. Thank you so much and have a lovely evening. Dumb, dumb.
TheHiveSports.com has all the buzz on sports in the Beehive State, covering prep, college, pro, and church sports. No way, really? Okay, maybe not that last one. If you want to stay in the know about all things Jazz, Cougars, Aggies, and Utes, then this is the site for you. TheHiveSports.com. We may even feature your high school. So check us out today at TheHiveSports.com. You can also follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Check out TheHiveSports.com because we got the buzz.